Bonjour and welcome to another episode of Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. Several years ago, I was introduced to the work of a photographer in England named Chris Porsche, and I found out about him through an episode of one of my favorite podcasts, uh, The Candid Frame, by my good friend Ibarionex Perello. And after listening to the show, that particular episode really stood out because nobody had heard of Chris Porsche, you know, in, in the States or in, in most places, actually. And, um, and I thought that was just so, so nice to find out about a photographer that nobody knew about, but who was working on such an interesting project. So after the show, I was really curious to find out more about Chris's work and more particularly his reunion project. And that's the particular project I want to talk Uh, I want to talk about today. So I reached out to him and uh, and we actually met a couple times. We had the opportunity to shoot street photography together in London and in Paris a few years ago. And uh, so what happened? 30 years ago, Chris picked up a camera and was uh, photographing people in the streets of his city of Peterborough. And... Um, I guess it was street photography, but I'm not even sure. And we'll, we'll ask Chris if he really knew he was doing street photography, but he was drawn to the people and, and daily lives. And, um, and then we'll find out how about 30 years later, he set out on a project to find those people again and um, do reunion shots of the same people in the same location. So I'm just thrilled because I just love the story and I'm excited to share it with the, the audience of Street Focus. So I would like to introduce you to my good friend, Chris Porsche. Hi, Chris. Hi, Valerie. Lovely, lovely to hear you again. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. And uh, thank you so much for inviting me. I, I really am honored. Uh, at the end of the day, I, I am a very minor amateur and I just dabble, uh, dabble at it. And uh, it's great to be associated with some of the Uh, fantastic photographers you've featured already. So thank you very much. Well, thank you. And I'm thrilled because we've become good friends over the years. It's been, what, maybe five or six years since that show on the Candid Absolutely. Frame. And and it wasn't too long after that that I emailed you to see more of your work. And I and there was nothing out there. You didn't have a website <laughs> at <laughs> no. the time. And I kind of pushed you a little bit. I, I did feature some of your images on my blog and to kind of try to push you to show your work because I thought it was such a shame that that uh, there wasn't a, 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 you didn't have a home for your beautiful images. So so when did you start photography? Um, I was hitchhiking across North Africa in the 70s and I had a Kodak Instamatic and uh, I took a picture of a camel and it appeared as like a dot. Uh, and uh, I thought I can do better in this. So I Went the usual route, the uh, uh, Zenith, uh, Practica, and then eventually Canon. Um, and I start, started in the late 70s, I guess. I just wandered around the streets. Uh, I was a hospital porter at the time in any &E, &E porter. I got a little bored, I suppose, and it, every man needs a hobby type of thing. And um, so, yeah, I just wandered the streets with the, with the camera. And I was, all, as you say, I was always drawn to the people more than the, the backgrounds and uh, I, hindsight but I sort of regret that to a certain extent because I realize how the social context is really important um mm -hmm. so now I try to get both in and um in fact I used to can't believe it but I used to use more a telephoto lens perhaps because I was uh, a bit more shy then and uh, so I sort of deliberately 
blurred out the background sometimes. So That's now right. I just use a wide angle lens. It's drawn more to um, certain sections of society. Um, I think it was one of your notorious bank robbers, uh, Willie Sutton, in the twenties, when he was asked. Um, why did you rob banks? And he said, well, that's where the money was. And I, I guess that's why I was drawn to the busy streets of uh, my city. And uh, and I just randomly snapped away and I had no idea, as you said, uh, this was street photography. And uh, it was only years later uh, that uh, I fully appreciated it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So so you did that for several years. Yeah. And, and then you took a little break. I did. Um, it was five or six years and then I guess life got in the way busy raising children and a career and I sort of fell out of love with photography a little bit and um, it was only I guess five six years ago um, my old passion was rekindled um, I, I sent some images uh, to the local paper the Peterborough Evening Telegraph and they, they were they were really poor images a lot of them they were codecanstematic jobs um but they they showed um the city being um uh, transformed and uh, the people and they liked them and they from that they gave me a um weekly column um to well it's a bit cheesy but it's called paramedic paparazzo because because that, you're a paramedic we have to yeah, mention that yeah that's my job and this is my way of chilling out from what sometimes can be a uh, stressful job in fact the, the two actually complement themselves really nicely because um um, part of our job is uh, very much um, going to complete strangers' homes at their biggest crisis in their lives and reassuring them. And um, I know it's what put, what puts a lot of people off uh, uh, approaching complete strangers in the street. So that, that sort of helps me. I, I, I sometimes wander up to these complete strangers and have a chat on a bench or other yeah. times I like just to, um, yeah, do the candid stuff. Um, so... Um, Anyway, they, they gave me this weekly column and they, they would publish just two pictures um, from, from the 80s. And, uh, and it was amazing because um, people would open up their papers and they'll go, wow, that's me. Uh, <laughs> and I was always drawn to people who stood out from the crowd. So it was the punks, you know, the people with the multicolored hair, the, the Mohicans. And um, so I, I, I saw a light bulb moment, I guess. I thought, well, yeah, people were, were making themselves known because, um, of course, I, I had no idea who they were at the time. I never took names or addresses, unfortunately. And half and, the time, they did not know they had been photographed. A lot of the time, no. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. Mm -hmm. um, um, so it was quite, obviously, hard. But, yeah, so I, I thought, well, maybe maybe I can actually try and find these people. And, and that's when it all started, really. And, and, and also from that, um, uh, as I say, digital totally transformed uh, uh, my, my hobby, if you like. Um, you mentioned about the uh, didn't have a website. Yeah, as you know, I'm a bit of a technophobe, and uh, and, and a guy called Martin Moore, a great guy who's a photo editor. Um, he 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 built me this beautiful website, and uh, it drove me to walk the streets again. And uh, I had somewhere to put my pictures. Um, so it's, it's been fantastic. Um, yeah. So so what was your first reunion? What was the first attempt? Do you remember? Um, I'm trying to remember. Yes, um, I think I think one of the earliest ones uh, were. It's quite an amusing picture. Um, let me see now. I've got it actually in front of me just to remind me. It, it's a picture of a um, a young girl in her twenties, I guess, uh, on a bench uh, holding a can of Vimto. I don't know if you know that drink, but it's like Coca Cola, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, there's a Afghan hound. Uh, you don't see many of those around these oh, days. Oh, I remember that one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and there's a, a, a mysterious figure with his back to the to, to us, and uh, 
And as I say, I threw the paper, the, the girl wrote in, she said, that's me, that, that's my husband, and uh, we have a new dog now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I rather know that was Zeb, that's right, Zeb was stolen actually, and they, they, we borrowed their daughter's dog anyway for the reunion, uh, not an Afghan hound I'm afraid, but, um, and I tried to recreate it as faithfully as possible to the, um, to the old picture, but it's so hard because um, obviously backgrounds change so much, and uh, but I try and do it as best I can. So that, that was one of the first. Um, and there's a very nice one. Um, you may remember there's a, a policeman, a young policeman on the beat. Um, yes. It, it, which is um, what we call Bridge Street. And it was a busy road and it's all pedestrianised now. Um, but he's, he's chatting to a young boy on a bicycle, 10-year-old. We don't know what the conversation was about. They didn't even spot me. And... Um, as I say, I, I just forgot about the picture for 30 years and uh, it went in the paper and, uh, and also in an exhibition I had uh, at the local museum. And uh, the policeman, in fact, walked into the exhibition and uh, recognised himself. And the boy um, was harder to trace, but eventually he came forward, or his, or his friends did. And uh, he, he, it was a wonderful reunion because... Uh, as you see in the picture, the, the the street is now totally different with trees and, and benches, and uh, they got on like a house on fire. And the boy was reminiscing how, at that period, he um, he got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Freely admits he got in quite a, a bit of trouble, um, but he made good in the end. And he, he that boy now has six children of his own, and he's a very successful businessman, runs a big coach company. The policeman's retired, so yeah, quite a quite a nice story. So so you actually got them together. Um, mm -hmm. The, they both agreed to meet at the same yeah. spot. And that's also part of what's interesting is the the city has changed. So by bringing those people in the same at the same location that you, you get so much um, so much more. It's so much more interesting because because that brings you back to oh remember that store right there and then this this there wasn't the there wasn't a parking lot there there was something else and so that those must be great conversation pieces as you said you you you're doing exhibits regularly now the more reunion pictures you have and uh, that must be fascinating to hear people even if they're not on those images themselves but uh remembering how the, their city was 20 30 years ago Absolutely. The background is so important. Uh, uh, people get very nostalgic about uh, Woolworths, for example, uh, which is now gone. And um, so I think the, the social context, the background is so important. So I do use a wide angle lens now and just try and get everything in. But um, yeah, that, that's really important. So tell me about the train station lovers. Ah, That's yes, my favourite. Uh, <laughs> me too. One of my favourites. It's a lovely story. Um, yeah, the... the Two young uh, lovers kissing goodbye at Peterborough Railway Station on the old platform. Um, Eighteen-year-olds, eighteen-year-olds, perhaps going off to university, and what the, the man's leaning out the carriage by kissing his girlfriend goodbye. And I just took one image and disappeared. And uh, thirty years later or so, it uh, um, appeared in the newspaper, and eventually they came forward. And they're now married. People are amazed, but they're, yeah, they're married. And they're now, still together. <laughs> still together, yeah. With children of that age now going to university. And uh, so we, we took them back to the, it was one of, one of my first reunions, I remember, took them back to the railway station. It was packed with people. It was freezing cold. The lighting was awful. Uh, bright sunshine. And uh, I, I just, uh, suddenly the platform cleared. People got on the train. I took a... The, the guy, you couldn't get him leaning out the door because it's a train's different, obviously very different now. Sure. But um, I got him standing there and kissing goodbye again. And 
in fact, we nearly lost him because he, he, the train started moving off, so we had to get him off very quickly. And just by luck, there was a, a station guard in the background as well. Um, so, yeah, that, that. and in fact, I think that, that image went to China in Elle magazine or something. So that was, oh, really? That was nice. Um, for Valentine's Day, because it's such a romantic image. Um, oh, it is. It was. It's beautiful. What a beautiful moment! And to know, you know, the story so many years later that those people were still together and got married and had families of their own and a family of their own, and then um, and then having this for them. Just, I can just imagine just having that image of them when they were just you know uh, young lovers, and to be hope to be able to to have. This this photograph so many years later um, as a as a, a what a great memory and uh, and then the reunion but I assume the reunions I'm sure you're getting they're probably easier and easier but you must have been pretty nervous the first few that you did you're absolutely right um, I was in fact uh, my first one I thought. I'll get the local photographer from the newspaper to do it. Because <laughs> I, I, I was nervous. And I thought, no, it's got to be me because obviously I took the original picture and I, I'm, and it, only I knew how I wanted it, I guess. And uh, so you're right, you do, it does get a bit easier. And they're, they're lovely to do because they're, they're like sometimes meeting long-lost friends. And uh, cause sometimes people are really reluctant to do them for, for various reasons. But once they get there, they, it, they're... They love them. They, they really, they see people they haven't seen perhaps for 30, 35 years and all the changes that have gone on. And, and they, are, they are hard to do because people, especially I guess the people who I took pictures of, um, drugs and rock and roll, if you like, many have sadly departed, immigrated uh, for whatever reason. Um, so it's really important as well to, I think, to seize the moment, seize the day, and, um, because I've left it too long sometimes. And um, you know, unfortunately, people have not managed to get them back. But um, and and yes, Tony and Sally there in the, the picture—they're actually on the back cover of my book, um, New England. So they were really pleased to um, really see, pleased to see that picture again. Um, yeah. Oh, I suppose. And uh, well, plus, I mean, look at it this way: you photograph those people in a completely candid situation, mm. and then and then years later. You're directing, actually, because you it's staged now. And yes. not only you're the photographer, but you're the director. You have to tell them what you expect from them. So you, you're wearing more, more hats at the same time, <laughs> you know, and, and it's just a lot more more challenging uh, it's, it's, because that's not that's something you had never done before is is directing a photo shoot but so now you have to start doing that so i can imagine how our nerve-wracking that must have been and and uh and and trying to get just the right shot that would match uh, yeah. as best as possible now what which one stands out the the most for you is there one particular reunion that just made you feel really good that was just the the one that you'll never forget um it's hard to say. Um, they, uh, they, I mean, some people change more than others, dramatically change. Others don't change at all. You recognise them straight away. Um, I, think, I think quite a nice one. And it, it, it is sometimes amazing how um, I managed to find people. Um, for most, you know, a lot are through the paper. It's a lot easier now, obviously, with social media. Um, but, for example, um, I, I was... On duty, two o'clock in the morning, uh, and they could have got anybody, but they got me uh, as, a, as a paramedic. And this guy made a phone call. He was a, he was uh, had some bad chest pains, 
And we went there, blue lights, knocked on his front door, he's clutching his chest, and um, so I'm sorting him out a bit, oxygen, etc., and calming him down. And uh, You don't we- have your camera at that point, do you? Please reassure me. <laughs> I do. I do carry one in my pocket, but no, I, I was very tempted to, uh, to get it out, but I didn't. Um, and uh, after a little while, anyway, he improved, and uh, he just turned around to me, and he said... Um, He's this 40-year-old guy. He said, you took my picture about 30 years ago. And I thought, wow. And uh, I, I just thought, you know, I'd won the lottery. And I thought, more auction, keep him going, you know. And uh, <laughs> he said, of course, this led to the reunion. And um, it's quite nice, actually, because you can watch it. Uh, um, Martin Moore, my great friend who built the website, he he actually filmed one of these rare re- reunions in action. And uh, it shows this derelict house um in Cromwell Road um there's five lads uh poking their noses through this broken glass and I remember it's funny I remember vividly asking them to um just just arrange yourselves and that's what I love about street photography um people almost arrange themselves because I'm hopeless at studio work and um so um there's an image there the original image where um again uh, some have not fared well at all because one lad one young lad died in the doorway he died um Another young lad, uh, for various reasons, um, the others didn't want, they didn't want him to be in the the picture, I don't think. Um, Anyway, we we got back to the house, uh, the three of us, the three this time, we were trying to get inside the house, so they were looking out. Um, The house was absolutely, although people lived in there, it was stacked from uh, floor to ceiling with rubbish, so we couldn't get inside, so we had to do it on the outside, and one nearly fell off the window frame, but uh, it was a a nice reunion, and uh, yeah, that that was a good so, um, so now you people come to you. I mean, you're uh, Peterborough is not. Oh, how big is it? Is it a big no? City? And that's the thing. I, it's about one hundred fifty thousand people. It's doubled in, doubled in size. But this uh, project, I'm in a way, I'm quite pleased because I think it would be quite hard to replicate because um, the. I, I mean, most people don't have thirty years to to hang around either, and. Um, it's with the pope with my position in the paper there as well it definitely helps um so um it's not that big a place so word of mouth and social media really helps um i, I mean may i just give you a, another quick example of um the million to one chance it's quite spooky really um how people are found sometimes but this is absolutely true again um a we've got an emergency call uh to a a, a lady uh in a shop had fallen down the stairs and uh in a in an asian clothes shop and uh fortunately she she was not too bad and we sorted her out and i just happened to uh, have my book with me and i i pointed a, a picture out to her or to the husband rather um do you know this young lad and what, what it shows is a three-year-old boy mm-hmm. poking through the uh, uh slats of a gate uh and um he said the only the shop he said, yeah, I, I know him. I'm sure I know him. And he turned, and this is absolutely true, he turned and pointed out of his shop window and he pointed down the street and said, he lives, he lives somewhere down there, somewhere just around the corner. And as he pointed, this, uh, this guy, this man, started walking down the street. And that was um, him? Yeah, absolutely. And the, the shop owner said, that's him. I said, get him in, get him in quick. <laughs> um, I must point out, the lady who fell down the stairs was okay at this stage. And... Um, Anyway, they the, got the man into the shop and I opened the book and I said, do you know this little boy? And he said, yeah, yeah, that's me. And uh, so uh, it was a very easy reunion because I next day I took him a few yards down the street. The uh, the gate had gone, but the wall was still there and I got him crouching down because he's now in his 30s and we took the picture again. So that, that was a, 
that was a great great oh, reunion fun oh fun um <laughs> so um so tell me about the, the this book the one that's already out and okay. then your next project okay um new england um it's my dream really to I mean, these pictures I took 30 years ago, I, I didn't think they'd be of interest to anybody. And it's not why I took them. I, and uh, they were soon forgotten. They gathered dust. And um, uh, the, some of them were very mediocre. You know, most of lot were rubbish. I spoke with maturity. They were scratched. They were damaged. Computer crashed. Uh, I lost precious memories. But fortunately, a few gems survived. And uh, so the dream was to put them into a book. And I, and, and I had a, some great help, again, from Martin Moore and... Uh, people like that who who made it possible really and um it was des designed by a couple of local uh people who just wanted to put something back into the city because they were now graphic designers in london and um so the, the book was called new england purely because uh, we have an area called new england and because it was a new town and also because i wanted to appeal to outside peterborough and uh, because the photographs are generic i guess they They could be anywhere. They reflect that uh, that time and the fashions and and uh, the people. Um, so yeah, it was it was published and um, it's um, it's a really really hard thing to do and it, it broke me I guess. But it it sort of did okay in many respects because um, it's quite arty. It actually got into Tate Modern and uh, the V and A in 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 London. So that was that was good. Mm -hmm. um, um, yeah. So it really is just. 80s 80s pictures so early 80s and late 70s and uh is it still available it, yes it, it is yeah okay uh, uh, we'll definitely link to that i have my own copy thank you yeah, no, <laughs> and uh, my own autographed copy and so reunions how many have you done ah okay um well yeah this is the next project the next big dream i um because this book this new england book it's not about the reunions no they're just no. images of of your your neighborhood yes 30 years ago but yes. but this but so the reunions that's going to be another book we hope absolutely yeah that that that's what i really want to do um and i also want to show that i guess i've moved on as a photographer that i'd like to think my pictures got a bit better quality wise uh as well um the, um so yeah I, i want to show some of my new stuff but these are absolutely fascinating because um, I, I know just from the reaction people have had to them in, in um, a couple of exhibitions I had, um, they, they have been really sort of amazed how how um, how people have changed or not changed and uh, fascinated. So I, I think I, hopefully it will prove very popular when I eventually get it out. Um, I have um, I have about um, well about a year ago I had about thirty and I, I thought it's not really enough because um, it is hard to do. As I say, they're, they're really hard to find. But um, so um, I. I A local journalist, um, not a local journalist. Um, she 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 um, lives in London. Way she she, she again uh, help, agreed to help me. Um, she uh, released uh, some of the stuff to the media, and it, it was very popular. Um, she's going to write the stories because they need to be yeah a bit about the people. Otherwise, they're just random photographs. And um, I thought, well, fifty would be a really good round number. <laughs> so yes. I'm aiming for fifty. I'm doing not bad really because I've got about forty two or forty three now. Um, so about another seven to do, which is uh, will probably be the hardest seven. Um, so yes, because those those are not lined up yet. You haven't found the people. No, not at all. I'm just hoping that um, uh, people are going to start responding to the photographs I put in the paper every week, uh, social media. So you um, still do that? You still do the photograph in the paper? I, I do, yes. And so that that's quite helpful. Um, and eventually, you would run out. I mean, how many? 
you have that many that you can that people that are recognizable that you think would make a good reunion shot? I, th I think so. Yes. The important thing is that the the original picture needs to be yeah, good in itself. Yes. Um, and uh, that that that's obviously really important. Um, and um, <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it, about how. 30 years ago, to be honest, a lot of the images were everyday life. They were mediocre, nothing special. But give them that age, it makes them particularly interesting. Um, having said that, they, they, they have to stand up on their own as well. And, um, so, yes, I think I'm, I'm sure I have. It's just um, hopefully I will uh, find a few more people. And uh, perhaps I need more, a few more emergency calls. <laughs> 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 Maybe no, no. That's oh, right. No. So now you, so somebody will write the story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What? Okay. So um, pretty much just a, a paragraph about yes. what happened in their life and yes, things what like that. Of them. Oh, and, that uh, that's that really brings it to another level, and and that will make so. it so much more interesting, even oh, um, to have that. And uh, what great great uh, memento for people to have for those the people who are on those oh, yes, on those yeah. photographs and and their families and and the people in your in your city in general but i think for everyone i'm looking forward to uh to getting uh, i'll be the first one to order order a copy when it's out have your free <laughs> copy coming signed there's no question so, uh, you've been fantastic valerie and uh, for your support it's very much appreciated oh but really I, i just love it i mean you that's the thing about you you shoot from your heart and uh And it's pure passion, and and I'm not saying it's a rare thing because I think if 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 it's common, it's commonly seen among street photographers because we don't make money out of our street photography. We do no. it for for passion of humankind more than anything else. And if, you know, if you can make sell a few prints and you know maybe a few books, and it, that's great. But it's it's not something you make a living out of. And uh, so it's really in street photography that I have found the most passionate people. And and uh, hanging out with you and seeing you shoot and we've, we, we spent a whole day walking in London and talking and shooting and you showed me some neighborhoods where I would probably have not ventured on my own and it was it's just so much fun and uh and then when we met up again in, in paris uh, during one of my workshops and and you were kind enough to uh to hang out with my group for a couple of days that was just unforgettable and i know they they all just loved it so I enjoyed it. It yeah great. it's it's just great so um any any other ongoing project right now i know you just had an exhibit at a park you've been busy I have, yeah, trying to fit in the day job uh, or night job. Um, yeah, that's it's a, a nice good thing. It's a good thing you work at night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're killing me. Uh, four o'clock in the morning, I'm not good. Uh, no, um, yeah, there was a new departure. Um, I don't know how they. Well, there was a there's a local country park. It's very big, and um, the chief exec approached me and said, "We we we would like to do an outdoor exhibition of your of of um, the park, the people, and." Uh, I said, well, you need a proper photographer. You need a wildlife photographer. They said, no, 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 we, we want you for your people and the positive impact this place has on people's lives. So I spent a year going through the four seasons and uh, and that, that's what it's about, about really. I, I, well, I realized how important it was. So putting in, I put the miles in and as you do with digital, you took thousands, deleted thousands. And uh, they, they put about 120 pictures up of um, big pictures on, on, on boards outside. And it was supposed to last through for three months, four months, but it actually went on for 14 months. And uh, it proved very popular. Um, it survived the winter somehow. And um, 
And uh, it was quite easy to capture that positive image because I treated um, the project just like the streets of Peterborough in the same style, if you like, but with these fantastic backdrops and everybody's enjoying the place and, and so on. But uh, so that, that was a that was different. That, that was that was a good one. That's a great project. Yeah. And the uh, second one, uh, again, I'm not sure how they got hold of me, but um, uh, some design company in London uh, wanted some images uh, for Luton Airport in in England, and um, they uh, approached some street photographers because they they wanted um, quirky. They wanted they didn't want chocolate box. They wanted departures, uh, destinations. So um, so I, 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 I submitted a few of yeah, Paris. Uh, um, Berlin, Amsterdam, places like that, and, and also a lot of London. And um, and uh, fortunately, yeah, they, they're gonna they like some of my stuff, and they're gonna use them. They're big; they're sort of six meters by two. So that, that, that's 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 great. And um, so, but again, that that was um, very challenging, and uh, it was good for me because it made me really think in very different ways. They they said, for example. Um, have you got model release forms for these people? I said, no, no, this is this is candid photography. You know, a lot of it's just snapping away at complete strangers. And, uh, and okay, unfortunately, they've got a bit more relaxed about that now because um, they're, they're, I think they have to do is they'll put them up, up on the walls, and if anybody really complains, and obviously they'll take them down. But mm-hmm. but it made me think of other ways how I could photograph um, people without necessarily um, having their faces in, involved. And uh, so it made me a bit more. Um, I don't know bit more creative and uh i for example there's one of prague and there's a beautiful clock so i i sourced this clock through somebody's um ipad and took the picture that way or there's a, so it, it just made me think in different ways but um but i really do like um i i, I like eye contact as well because i for me you know windows to the soul it's what makes often makes the difference between a good photograph and a, a not so good one so um i i mean i like candid as well but on the event of and I do like that engagement with people. Um, yes, yes. I, I like mixing it as well. I think it's nice to have yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And and you're people, you're people person. So um, mm. you you engage people in conversation so easily. Yeah. So it's uh, it, it's good. I mean, sometimes it's good to be invisible, but sometimes yeah. you know it's all about the people you meet along the way. And uh, and and I do I do love both as well. And and it's easier in some countries than others. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. As well. So great. Well, thank you so much, Noel. Where can people find out more about your work? Um, and uh, I will link not only your website, but also the, the video, the action sh- video of you shooting and doing a reunion as well, which is a really wonderful, wonderful um, film to see. And um, and also links to your book. But that's probably all on your website, right? Yes, thank you. I really appreciate that. And thank you uh, for your time. But so, I really- so what's, what's your website, Chris? Oh, sorry. It's uh, com. And how do you spell Porsche? Yeah, difficult one. Uh, P-O-R-S-Z. Okay, P-O-R-S-Z in American. Sorry, yeah. (laughs) And if people check out the biography, there's a a fascinating uh, biography there of how I got that name. Um, Oh, yes. It's a Polish name, right? Polish connection, yeah. To to hell and back my parents went, and um, this is my uh, tribute to them. In fact, why photography is so important to me i guess as well because some really precious uh memories photographs somehow survives all that and uh and i yeah. will also link to the candid frame because you you, you talk yeah. about that on that episode so uh if people want to know a little bit more about the your your story um 
as a, as as a photographer and, and a person, I think that will be a good good link for people to go back to after they listen to this uh, for sure. Well, thank you, Chris, and good luck for the last uh, seven reunions. I look forward to seeing them, and uh, and good luck on uh, all those exhibits and all those projects. and And I hope this uh, reunion book comes out in the next few years. I hope so. Yeah, I'm determined to make it happen. So. It, it should do. Thank you very much. Uh, thank, thank you. Hope to see you again oh, soon. Um, yeah, let's do a let's do a London walk sometime. Uh, we we really must. <laughs> I, I may be there actually in 2015. So hopefully okay, we can okay, catch well, up then. <laughs> that'd be good to do. Absolutely. Thanks, Chris. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. And we are at the end of another episode of Street Focus. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com slash street to subscribe to the show and to check out Chris's work. Also, Street Focus is on Google+, so please join our growing community there. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a rating on iTunes, and that helps us give, uh, give the show more visibility, and I really appreciate it. And share the link with your friends. And you can sign up for exclusive TWIP member benefits and discounts by heading over to thisweekinphoto.com slash join. My name is Valérie Jardin, and you've been listening to Street Focus. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets.